Hello everyone, welcome back to another Just Talking episode. Today, on July 27th, let me check, July 27th, at 4 o'clock, we finally have some topics. One is Free Comic Book Day. I went to a place, it was a comic book store obviously, and they had these free comics. One is called Firepower. And I have no idea what it, this story is about. Maybe about a kid who gets firepowers. Or shooting it, but I don't know. Bella, just that, it's a free comic book day edition. And then another one is, and I still can't believe this is a thing, is Bloodshot. And it's with a Vin Diesel cover. Like, it's literally him. And I got these two for free. Getting free comic book day. It's, it's 2020. I never expected that. I thought comic book day was off. It's the only place I noticed. Comic store. And it was called Second Charles. I believe. Second Charles. Charles. I don't know. What's that? Uh, I hope to go to another comic book store tomorrow to get the other ones there. I'm going to be near it anyway. So it's more convenience. Now. What else did I want to talk about today? NFL news. Um, I think I mentioned last time about the Jamal Adams to Seattle trade. If not, my take is uh, it makes sense on both sides. I think both sides won this. Now pe people say that you have to choose a side. I really, if I was forced to, I would have to say the, the way it's going to be shown right now is Seattle has won it immediately. Depending, because the two draft picks that Seattle gave up to the Jets for Jamal Adams, the Jets have to find a way to make the best use out of them as possible. Remember, Jamal Adams was, the, I believe, the sixth pick a couple of drafts ago. And he's the top-rated safety. He definitely proved it. I think in Seattle scheme he'll flourish, 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 whatever, in that scheme. So it right now, if you had to say because of the known versus unknown, it, the Seattle one. If you're talking about long term, long term wise, if the Jets can pull off this and get good players, such as good defensive players, or get good players, they don't get busts with these two picks. Is if they can get good players players either it's from trading down with the or these picks are select use picks to get higher whatever as long as he can get really good players from this they should be okay but it's the reason I would say Seattle is because one of the again unknown versus unknown we know what Jim Adams is we don't know who is going to be there at that draft spot we don't know where they're going to be drafting and we don't know who's going to be available. I think I said that twice, but that's how big and important that is. And also, we don't know who will that position, will that player turn out well? Will the Jets want to tr and trade there? Will they think they have to trade up? It's all these scenarios. And also, it's affected by who... <coughs> Bless me. <coughs> it's also depending on who's in front of them. If there's only one position and some real like this players it's like a say like Saquon Barkley 
but I imagine Saquon Barkley in a position of need. Got really, really bona fide pass rusher, tenure guy. Like a, essentially plug and pl- plug, and he's ready to go. And it's like a unique position, like unique talent. He like again, one of that the Jets probably be forced to trade up to get it. Luckily, they have St. Darnold as their quarterback, so I don't think Trevor Lawrence with this. I do believe maybe next year they'll probably use, I would say, depending upon what the higher pick is, either their own pick or the Seattle pick. I would say their own pick, but we don't know. Uh, anything can happen. I would say they should use that earlier pick on a wide receiver to get a bona fide number one option. And essentially that could be, essentially that could be the Alabama wide receivers because they're the top ones there. Re- Devontae Smith is really an option here. But if it was Devontae Smith to pin him on right now, I would use the later pick on him. Because of the fact you need a chain you need someone who can impact the defensive line in like an outside rusher, which they haven't had consistently. They've had Muhammad Wilkerson, which I believe is still there. They had Sheldon Richardson, who was traveled around the league, but he was a really good player. And who was thriving that scheme thrived in there, but they, they were inside guys. They never got really outside help, and when they tried to do that, they kind of screwed it up. Or it didn't turn out well. So, yeah. So, again, right now, if I had to pick someone, if I had to pick, I would say Seattle won, because they got a known player in their system who's very talented. Again, top six player. And the only reason he fell is because of the fact the other teams need other things. If they were just doing it based on player, he probably could have been the number one pick. In my estimation, because if you saw it. Not only because of his intangibles, but also because of his skill. So, that. Um, I am... Well, let me see. So that's interesting with that, NFL-wise. Now, I commented this before... Have I commented on this? I think I've said it maybe a while ago. Two, uh, yeah, two Auburn quarterbacks dueling it out as in position. I don't, essentially, two Auburn quarterbacks should do two Cusmo's own. I think Cusmo's own was also Cam's head coach when he won the national championship. So, two Cusmo's own quarterbacks are dueling it out for the for the head quarterback position in New England. I don't count Brian Hoyer. They're not going to choose Brian Hoyer. He's a journeyman. Essentially, he'll be the backup. Maybe. Maybe the backup. I think if Cam starts, I think it'll be interesting. Will they keep Brian Hoyer? Hoyer. I never really thought about this because, like, they have... No matter who, which Auburn player wins, whether it's Cam or whether it's Stidham, I don't think they're going to get rid of Stidham because he knows the system and there he's a good backup quarterback and he's young and cheap as and he's locked in contract-wise. Cam is on a one-year deal, but if you let him go, uh, it's, it's a big talent going out the door and I think that Patriots needs much talent to help, to help the other, specifically the wide receiver position. They need help, they need help on the other positions to carry the load for the lack of wide receiver uh, lack of wide receiver, you could say experience, depth, whatever. That essentially carried a low from bat position, and why that's why they got two tight ends, one who can block and one who can catch well. 
so they can use that middle of the field route. That's why they kept Julian Edelman. Even though I think they should have traded him to, and I think they should still, is the Green Bay Packers should send a third round pick or or a third round pick, a high, high third round pick. Uh, their third round pick, or if they're willing to give a second, maybe Julian Edelman and maybe like a set fourth round pick. To get him, so that way Devontae Adams is someone who is very consistent, high leverage moments, who's a number two. And Julian, I think that, well, Julian Allen's been the number one in that position because he's a good route runner. But I think if they put him in the slot, he would be the number two, but he would be the number two in the slot. But he would still be better than what they have because, again, of experience in the playoffs, obviously the Atlanta Super Bowl, and also his experience with his playoff experience. And also because of the fact he's consistent and he's a professional. So I would say that <laughs> I don't want to end that. I just think that they should, because and for what essentially he's in the middle part where if he goes to a, a championship contender such as the Green Bay Packers, he's an asset. Because I think they should try to get him because of it. They screwed him over by getting uh, the guy, the quarterback from. I don't even remember Utah, I think it was. I remember the guy's name. I, I, that's another tangent. But if I was Green Bay, third round pick, I would be calling third round pick or be calling Bill Belichick to try to work out a deal. Obviously, no players or anything because you need much talent as they're possible already. But pick a third round pick for Julian Edelman because I think right now, and you could say the Patriots still in it, whatever, we don't know. Julian Edelman is a 32 year old. A 32-year-old wide receiver. And it's not like he has good top-end speed. He's a good, precise route runner. And you could say New England had made the right choice in keeping him. What I would say was try to get different... You're going to need different wide receivers anyway. I mean, he's 32 years old. It's more of Julian Edelman than the system and then not Cam at all. Or Stidham. I'll get to who I think is going to start. But if if I was New England, or if I was proactive like Green Bay should be doing, or heck, even Minnesota could actually do it because they trade away Stephon Diggs and they could just get Adam Thielen and at least get a stable wide receiver to, like, then what would be the point of six? Well, what was the point of getting Diggs if you already have someone like that? Well, Julian Edelman has percent running again, but also when you, the Bills call you to give you your first round pick and a couple other picks for essentially one player, well, he has had big leverage playoff moments, so I would say that, but I think Buffalo really, I think Buffalo paid like the, like, bit the bullet. Because they needed someone to help Josh Allen like develop uh, with route running, with like essentially what Stephon Diggs brings to the table is what Josh Allen needs help with, and also he's wide receiver, and I don't think they had more consistent outside threats. But going back with Minnesota and Green Bay, he would fit there because he's 
Julian Edelman, I think, can be a really high-level number two, which, again, in this league, if you really want to be a great offense and if you want to try to win a championship, that's how you can do it. That's the easier way to do it, especially with Minnesota. Um, they want to try to do it with Kirk Cousins, pushing the edge. And it would be – well, I guess it's just said for either side. Whoever would get him would be taking him away from the other one. So if the Green Bay Packers, who I think should do it because they don't have much talent, as much talent either defensively or offensively, then the Minnesota Vikings they got him. That means the Minnesota can't get him. And with Minnesota Vikings, they're getting Highland Runner number two, who could. I don't think he could replace the what Stephon Diggs brought because man, he had good moments, really good moments. Fantasy week, I think it was thirty-five points against the Philadelphia Eagles, which. You're an Eagles fan that stunk, but man, if you had him that week, man, you were lucky. Um, no, but like it, it, again, it could be like an icing on the cake thing. This way, for Minnesota's sake, Adam Thielen couldn't be double teamed, as as we would open up Kyle Rudolph slash oh God, the other tight end from Alabama, and also Dalvin Cook. It could help your offensive lineup because then you couldn't send as much blitzers or runners. It would be easier to throw, which means less time needed to throw the ball, which means more. It would help the offensive line block better because they won't have to block as long. So I think that's what I would do. Green Bay needs to do this deal and should do this deal more than Minnesota is because, one, they didn't get Aaron Rodgers a first-round pick wide receiver or tight end or anything. They had never gotten him that. They essentially went quarterback First round, Aaron Rodgers, and then the next offensive player was quarterback. I don't remember the guy's name, sorry. Uh, from Utah State. That's it, and that's been it. That's been their entire offensive thing. And I think they have, I think they've done def- they had had defensive because I don't think they would trade down each time. But they should have done this time. I don't think they got a wide receiver at all. So what? why didn't you all these picks? Send a third round pick to New England if New England's anyone to entertain it. Get Julian Edelman. That way you have Devontae Adams who can reach down the field and do high intermediate intermediate area routes. You have Julian Edelman who can play side slot. You can do the short two medium area routes. And then the other guys can do in the in-between in the middle. Essentially, hmm, almost like New England in a way. But I think more spread out because New England attacked the middle of the field. You'd be attacking all parts of the field, I think, with this offense. And also, I don't think they... Who do they have a tight end? Didn't Jimmy Graham go somewhere else? Yeah, Jimmy Graham went to Chicago. But that's what I'm saying. You, Aaron Rodgers needs help. Like, all quarterbacks need some form of help. They need someone who can catch the ball. And if you're pointing out, at, like, Tom Brady, then, yeah, that's an outlier. <laughs> you're, if anything, you're proving the point of... Wow, one you can think of one guy who's consistently done without weapons, and like by that I mean, and also think about he had Randy Moss, Corey Dillon. Let me see who else. Antonio Brown for a bit before that crazy crap happened. He had weapons around. Obviously, he didn't lose the championships all the time. He did have weapons, but he also had people who could execute and. People find that with high stars. No, there are players that can execute. And you could say, yes, there are quarterbacks who can do more with less and not be Tom Brady. But again, that's just one guy. 
Aaron Rodgers in that same category, but also because because last year they I never believed in Green Bay's defense. I kind of I should have assumed the worst, which is what I should know. Green Bay's defense was good for last year. They need to improve so they don't get ramrodded again. They need to get some other help for him. And especially if this, if Aaron, think about it from this the team building perspective, uh, with this, with any team, whoever will get you in the enemy, whether the Patriots keep him or trade him somewhere, whatever, now you have a little bit less of a buffer if, say, Aaron Rodgers goes down in the game and you have the backup quarterback and you need to win this game, just winning a game, you have at least Devontae Adams and Julian Edelman who could at least help the kid out and make sure he doesn't throw picks and throw away the game. It's like a buffer. And like, let's say Devontae Adams goes down, which he has a lot because I own him in fantasy and he's been out with ankle issues. I think he had an arm one week. I think. I'm not going to ledge the arm, but I remember the ankle problems. Now you at least have Julian Edelman who can at least catch the ball, who's been a proven NFL wide receiver. So if you can have that, and I think that that's an, you could, that is a very important aspect of team building. You couldn't create buffers, or it's otherwise known as depth. I think I would prefer to notice buffers because, again, if one per, per uh, player goes down or position goes down, you at least have something you can do about it mid-game or mid-season or whatever. And again, you are adding yourself a weapon. And I'm specifically doing Green Bay because they were idiots. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, that's who it was. Jordan Love, look, Tappy's a first-round pick. First-round pick, a lot of money, good for you. Uh, I don't blame... Well, I shouldn't blame you at all. But... Green Bay made a bad choice in picking you because of what they have had, and they needed to help the quarterback they do have had. They have. And they didn't. And you only have a few... Essentially, you don't, that, essentially Green Bay said, we have two more years Aaron Rodgers, and then we're cutting the bait. Maybe even next season. I, I will not be surprised if they cut Aaron Rodgers next year. Or if he asks for a trade or asks to be cut. Because... You wasted a first round pick. It's just like a very valuable piece. They could have gotten very, very athletic. There are a lot of athletic wide receivers. But if you go in the first round, you can at least say, okay, we got a very, very high level solid number two. And think about it. They could have gotten that and Julian Edelman. And so now you have a triple threat wide receiver position. And with Aaron Rodgers and with Aaron Jones emerging, what can you do? And again, then you can use the rest of the draft to help the defense. Which, look, it's not like they're... I don't even know which defense. I would say they're not getting blown the heck up. They're not getting, like, losing 400 yards and five touchdowns per week. But again, this past season, the Green Bay... And I think it was as they developed throughout the season. They were only known, and also because free agency, which is not good. But they needed to build this defense. If last year it showed up. They need to. They need to get back. They need to make sure they get back. Because they need to help Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been carrying that franchise around forever. But yeah, I think we have maybe one more season with Aaron Rodgers. If it'll be the, the 2020 season, if that happens. 
and then maybe that's it because maybe they want they have three years with Jordan Love and they probably want to figure out what they have and it's like we have everything else we have if we just get rid of this expensive quarterback Aaron Rodgers which is stupid by the way I just want to point that out if you if you're a part of the Green Bay Packers executive board and you hear this I want you to know you are the dumbest absolute dumbest person or collection of people ever the only people who are dumber than you are you for not getting him a wide receiver. I don't think they picked a wide receiver in this entire draft. That was full of wide receivers. If you didn't get in the first round, you could have gone a second round, or third round, or fourth round, or fifth round, or sixth round, or seventh round. But I don't think you should have gone in seventh round. I think you should have gone it in the first, or a second, or third round. At latest, the third round. If not trading up in the, the second round. Because I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback. But he needs help. I think because of the fact he's done so much heroic stuff, it's put strain on his body, and now he can't carry the same load as he used to. But Green Bay expects that. The Green Bay office expects that, and they're dumb for doing it. They're dumb for picking the, uh, they're dumb for picking the quarterback. It's, but don't blame Jordan Love, and don't hate on him. It wasn't his decision, and you know what? He gets to be drafted, which I'll never be. And especially a first-round pick. I hope him the best. I was a great career. I hope the Green Bay better hope he has a great career. They better do whatever they can to make sure he's, ironically, the next Aaron Rodgers. But if they completely screw this up, they would have not only ruined their championship window, they ruined their future. And especially because also think about this. They traded. So they essentially not only used their first round pick on him, but they used their first round pick and I think a fourth round pick to trade up two spots. They traded with Tennessee, I know that, in the first round. So, essentially you better make sure he turns out well. Like Aaron Rodgers will. Or if, if not that, if that he has to win at least maybe two Super Bowls. At least, I definitely won. Definitely won. Because Aaron Rodgers won one and he hasn't had help since. Now you could say he's had he's had Jordy Nelson, he's had Randall Cobb, he's had um oh my god, I can't remember him. Oh my god. I can't remember. He's the tight end who went to Oom just in the in this recent free agent period went to Chicago. But first of all those are free agents, it's not like you found them. Two, your defense stank. And you were doing like this thing where it's like you're developing rather than trying to go all in each year than Rodgers. Could you imagine Green Bay winning all year? All, winning all in? They would They could possibly have a stud defensive line. Or they could have a. Like, imagine if they like. Let's say defensive line because I think that's the easiest impactful position with that. I don't know. But let's assume so. Maybe defensively, because they think, okay, Aaron Rodgers, you handle offense, we'll get the defense ready. Let's ready to roll. They could have gotten better linebackers, which mean Clay Matthews, along with Blake Martinez, who was there, who I consider very serviceable and pretty good, along with the defensive front. It would depend on the year, though, with that front, I think. But they, Clay Matthews on the outside, he was go inside. You could have done so much things, especially if you got great players who had to be accounted for. I can tell you this. 
if they, if I think Green Bay, I'm going back to Jamal, this is related to Jamal Adams trade. If they had gotten Jamal, could you imagine if they got Jamal Adams? They they say, oh, you know, we're only our future quarterback, but we're going to help him right now by getting a free safety Jamal Adams, a top six pick. Just get them. I think that would have been like, I would have no problem. I would still have a problem with them picking a quarterback, but they can, we can at least say, okay, they're at least trying to give Aaron Rodgers some help. Because I can tell you this, Jamal Adams, if he was put in Green Bay, it, I would put pick, it would have, behind, behind the Eagles, my pick would be the Philadelphia Eagles for the rivers of the NFC in the Super Bowl, then the Green Bay Packers. But right now, pick third, and it's just because of the Saints. Because of the fact that, guess what? I trust the Saints defense. They have a studded defensive back in Marshawn Lattimore. Like a shutdown corner type. Um, I know everyone wants to get on the Bucks. I just think it's going to take a year, especially with coronavirus. I think it's going to take a year because everyone sits on the hype, the hype train and it's always a year later. Well, we're still waiting on the hype train for the Browns to arrive. And I think that's two years. I think it was a year ago, a year ago? Yeah, it was a year ago. So it's this year that I think they'll merge. And it's... Yeah, this year the thing they I think I did that in my last episode, predicting records eleven and five, I believe, and Steelers ten and six. That was a wild card. But the Bucks, again, and also think about it, the Browns didn't have coronavirus. The Bucks hype train has coronavirus. So, look, I understand Tom Brady doing that, but it's practice is different from live action. So, I'm gonna end it here. I think the Saints are. The head of the division. I don't trust Atlanta anymore. They're not going back to the Super Bowl. I don't think in the Matt Ryan era. But let's just end it there. Saints are the second spot. Eagles, Saints, Green Bay Packers, my top three choices for the NFC. For the AFC, you have to pick the Chiefs because they've been there, done that, and ta- and the Patriots are that as same as the constructed. So you have to say the Chiefs. Baltimore Ravens, because of what their uniqueness with Lamar Jackson, and then the Patriots. Uh, to that, well, San Diego may have a lot of talent, but the problem is the quarterback. They could have gotten Cam Newton. If the Chargers had gotten Cam Newton, I would pick them. I would pick them. They would be where the Patriots are. That's how much I value Cam Newton. I think the Patriots got to steal with him. But it's more of Cam Newton's experienced quarterback who can throw it, and who can pass it. And guess who all, Guess who San Diego has? Keenan Allen. Top, at least the top five wide receiver a- AFC-wise. Maybe top eight in the total. Then they have Mike Williams, who's a physical freak who can do everything. Hunter Henry, excellent tight end. Top five tight end. Offensive line is solid. Running back, uh, Austin Eckler is pretty solid, and I think they got another running back. Their defense, Joey Bosa, the original Bosa, who, who's just a, who just rocks the offense as author rocker. He will knock you out. Plus Melvin Ingram, so they have two ru- two rushers. Not a lot of teams have two rushers, especially two rushers who can who can beat single single blocks and get to the quarterback. And I think their defense inside defensive line is strong. And Derwin James. And a former Green Bay defensive back. God, I wish I could remember his name, but he's solid. Casey Hayward. That's who it is. 
He and Ferries are a solid Pro Bowl cornerback. Who's top, 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 at least that top five corner? Yeah. Uh, like San Diego's always been known for talented teams, but with that, but if they messed up and not getting Cam Newton, I think also I, I don't get that. I I don't get why they didn't get Cam Newton. I think it was smart for the Patriots, and that's why they're my number three. And again, it's Patrick Mahomes against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, look at his past year what they did, and especially with the deal, I think that that just <laughs> that will. That they'll be they'll be good for a long time, but specifically this year they're the favorites because Patrick Mahomes. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is a one-trick pony. He can run too. He can pass too. His passing is actually more, in my opinion, more developed and also just more electric than Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson's an electric runner who can pass really well. Also, I don't want I I. I I don't want to make it sound like he's a running back who passes. He's not. He's a quarterback who can run really well. And if you, I think the one game that I remember is is the Ravens Rams game of this past season where he just. I think they called him the, the, the Jackson Five because obviously his last name is Jackson Lamar Jackson, like five touchdown passes or five touchdowns he's responsible for. That alone is nuts. But also because the uniqueness is because his ability to run, unlike any other quarterback, every nearly every quarterback can run except the, some of the older ones. Cam's not included in that. He can still run. But uh, he can run, and like he, they can do the option. They have Mark Ingram, who's a solid running back, who helps the Saints want be a dominant team again. So, I mean, yeah. And then obviously the Patriots, because again, look, they may have talent deficiencies, and again, compared to the Chargers and with the Raiders and with other teams. But the problem is, I trust Cam Newton over Derek Carr right, right now. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and no offense to Derek Carr. And I'll see all the jokes they make about trying to find trying to find his replacement. But also the Chargers, they may have a, uh, again known for their talent. But they're not going to do all this year because of the fact they have the Nick Cam Newton as a quarterback. Now, was it smart for them to draft a quarterback? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. But if they got Cam Newton, guess what they could have done? They could have shredded that offense a lot more. They could have gotten a tailback. They could have traded back. They could have done a lot more things. If I was the Chargers and if I was a guy in there, a guy, gal, Whoever, if I said we should get Cam Newton and I wasn't listening to it, but then, oh no, we're going to get fired. So I'm going to stop it here. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Uh, got cut lost. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please uh, follow me. Um, I'll be trying to do this at least once a day. So if you happen to see it, I will. Well, I can't see. Yeah, aim for once a day, around at 4 o'clock, so you should be in the podcast at 5. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay humble.